0: So I went to Pilates yesterday because I'm a middle-aged white woman. And uh anyway, I was really nervous about the women bullying me uh anyway, they were really nice to me and they were like, so one of them asked me something like how old I was and I was like, Oh, I'm 34 tomorrow. And anyway, this devolved into her being like, What are you doing for your birthday? And I was like, Oh my god, I'm playing DD. And the woman was like, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. And she's like, You're so pretty. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's of my D&D. I,
1: I am so happy I started recording minutes ago, so that I can keep that in at the beginning of this.
0: Nate, it's my birthday. Can I have my girlfriend back?
1: I don't know. Maybe anything could happen. Didn't you tell me she died off? Stop it off camera. It's
2: not even okay to go back.
1: <laughs> Ruby Tragic. Goblin Blue. It'll get you every time. Yeah. If only she could have made it to luminera and got the cure. Oh man, I know. Nothing ever goes wrong in Luminera. Welcome back to Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage. Previously, you were all in the decrepit lower city, you killed the surgeon, and you went back to all of the sex workers and returned a locket to a guy that resembled someone in a locket, by chance, that was pretty cool. You also went and took a long rest at the inn, and Otis received a... wild recompense for his heroic efforts and then you stole some apples from a lady made of apples (laughs) and Villa decided to short her on the price of the room Mm. and then you went outside (laughs) and talked to Milo Minarin, an older gentleman who has multiple times mentioned that Villa's last name is Bedragus and it might be somehow regal in a way or another but he said, hey, help me uh, fight this monster that knocked my card over ate some of my special elven wares and I will compensate you very nicely and you all agreed to that situation as far as I recall so here we are we're back in that courtyard in the decrepit lower city there's a bunch of hilarious cockney voices happening all around you I can I can do many of them hello governor what's all this then etc it's going on it's a lush it's a lush and, and bustling space and uh, Milo Mineran is ready to lead you all down an alley and uh, through a tunnel that leads into a copse of woods just outside the lower city, if you're all ready.
0: All right, that Uh, sounds kind of rapey. uh,
1: No, no, don't worry. I'm, I'm a very old man and I just hunt monsters, not anything else. Yeah, what was your name there, Jeffrey Epstein? I can't remember. You uh, got any rope on you? I definitely didn't kill myself, if that's what you're implying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I just want to check your your argument for not raping us is you're too old to rape us, but you're old and young and sprightly enough to kill monsters.
1: Well, yes, because uh, (laughs) monsters are supple creatures ready to be battled and... You are you me clearly, that
0: my friend Villa and I are not supple? Look at Otis over there. He's a little bit barky, but soft. And Polly's well, got that nice velvet tracksuit.
1: No, no. I I apologize. I, I, look, we we're getting off to the wrong foot
3: here. For this, you said oh, it was, was Milo.
1: Mi- Mi- it's Milo Minerin
3: uh, over there that's worrying me. Milo Minerin. Is that that I uh, Get it right? It, yes, Ma- Milo. You uh, Milo. Whoever you
1: choose to pronounce it, I'm not. I'm not. Uh,
3: Milo, that's I a
1: good hold okay. to a pronunciation, but yes, that is that is my name, and uh, I have been slaying monsters and collecting elven artifacts since uh, at least a couple of you were born, and I just wish to to enlist your help to defeat the beast that destroyed my cart.
2: Point at Laura, and say, she speaks elvish.
0: I do. I'm incredibly well-educated, but Villa is a very insecure friend, and I like to let her do the reading, just so it bolsters her, you know, very delicate sensibilities. Anyway, also speaking of her, not about this reading thing, uh, you refer to her as something Bedroom Eyes, which seems quite rapey. Uh, What what did you call her?
1: The The Lady Bedregas it's 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 a family name you're you not familiar
0: well i uh i mean i know a lot about her as her best friend but um sometimes um, the pronunciations are different in my um in my orcish tongue so i'm sorry uh be- bedroom bedroom be- bedroom could could you tell me anything about that name
1: i i only know that they are they're a, a very important family in this land they they hold much land and, and own many factories, and, and they are the, the protectors of a great fortune and a great legacy.
2: Wait, Villa, right, you that's, right that's your name? Are we all right here just standing in a circle?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I didn't know anybody left. And yeah. I, I've, I've been informed by,
1: uh, by a bit of Morse code tapping upon my leg that it's pronounced Bedraga, not Bedrigaz. Ben- I apologize ben- for, ben- the, ben- for, the, for the editorial error on my part. I am very old, you see? The, these these letters slip my mind now and again. Oh, where are my teeth? I can barely read.
0: Well, oh, I can read really well, that's not on the line. Uh, Milo, is that your last name? It sounds like a really fancy last name for such a, a stabby young lady.
2: None of you asked me. I just asked you
0: right now!
3: I just asked you too, I said, is that your last name?
2: <laughs> yes, that's my last name.
3: Oh, are you fancy? Always. I don't know a lot of fancy people. So maybe the captain and Polly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I
0: don't know about Polly being fancy.
3: And look at his clothes.
1: He's he's to the side picking some uh, apple from breakfast out of his teeth with one of his daggers,
3: so he's not really listening.
0: Is it with
2: <laughs> He's
3: very fancy. I've never seen a fabric like that. Polyester is that what that is? <laughs> Polyester. <laughs> Do we make that joke some other week already? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we probably. <laughs> I think
1: I overheard it in the courtyard previously while I was hammering at the wheel of my of my cart. Well, you can cut that part out. <laughs> oh no! I uh, look—it's all flavor added to every episodic adventure that we exist in. <laughs> all right, Polly's gonna walk up behind the old man and give him one of those uh, coach pats on the ass and be like, "All right." Uh, get going there. Sweet. Yes, well, excellent. Gnome, yes, I am I am ready to leave if your friends are, but I don't wish to step on the toes of anyone trying to resolve personal conflicts.
2: I'm ready. <laughs> yes, we I had a feeling. to
0: feel ready. Okay, I'm gonna make eye contact with Otis. Like, we're clearly the only two people that care deeply about our friend. And then I will offer him a cup of tea and then I guess I'll just fall in line behind all of these, like, personal growth deniers.
3: <laughs> Thanks for the tea.
0: You're welcome.
1: All right then, uh, we we should proceed. Does that sound good to everyone?
0: Yes, excellent.
1: Yeah, Polly looks at him like, "Do you want me to come spank your ass again?" to trying <laughs> to get you to move forward. Roll persuasion. It's, <laughs> it's a knowing glance. Oh, a natural twenty. I'm yeah, yo, he, he, does. he wants you to. He wants one more pat on the ass. So get in there. He
3: needs some more encouragement.
1: But oh, wait. I'm Wait, what? Oh, I have minor illusion. I'm going to cast that. To just <laughs> illusion pat him on the ass. Okay. Actually, no. I'm going to cast it to have that slutty goblin show up. <laughs> and then pat him on the <laughs> ass. Great. It's
0: like, this is sexy?
1: Yeah. Because slutty goblins.
0: It's, is it like velociraptor stripper?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how goblins seduce each other. I, I think assume- we're discovering that race's sexual experiences started with the thriller video. <laughs> but
0: who's haven't?
1: I'm telling. It's werewolves of London. Probably <laughs> <laughs> figure that out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So this goblin image uh, gives him an ethereal pat on the butt, and he smiles, and then he's going to point uh, toward an opening at the at the edge of an alley and say, "I I, I believe." that the beast escaped out this way as we came into the city. It must just be beyond this wall. I only saw an immense shadow after it toppled my cart. We must be cautious. Wait, uh, just to clarify here, your cart got toppled like uh, three days ago, and you think the beast is just waiting behind this wall for you to come kill it? Yes, I I, I feel like the situation is contrived as such. <laughs> Oh, good. And it would yeah, be better would not, be, not to ask yeah. questions about these sorts of things. I'm gonna take my great axe, like, and place it, like, in the same way an old western. You put your cowboy hat up to see if someone shoots it. I'm gonna just slide Miriam there. Is it? Oh, Mariah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna slide Mariah the great axe out there, and then just see if anything does anything through through this this opening in the wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You stick your axe out. Nothing immediately pounces on the ax. Oh man, this is like every single bar I've ever been (laughs) to. Okay, (laughs) yeah, I'll crawl through the hole in the wall.
3: Okay, great.
1: I'll
2: follow. I will follow.
3: Okay. Did the old guy go
1: through? Yes, Milo will go through after Villa. Okay, I want to be very last. Okay, Otis is last. You step outside, you are outside the walls of the Lower Decrepit City, it is a uh, just kind of overgrown, underbrush-laden sort of woodland area, And there. there's just sort of a copse of trees that you see ahead of you, and you see a trail of elven plates that lead deeper into this group of trees.
0: Well, are they really nice plates? Should I, like, collect them? Are they licensed plates?
1: Yes, they were stamped by Elven criminals (laughs) because the Elven prison complex is way funded. Um, But it's
0: like really well compensated. They get like two pieces of copper per license plate.
1: And an apple. As long as Elvins live, their jail system must be terrible. Oh, yeah. You'd have to be sentenced to like 250 years to just make it serious enough to not do stuff.
0: What a lot of license plates. Yeah, no kidding.
1: <laughs> They're regular plates though they have they have mythical depictions on them. a couple of them like are I love Lucy commemorative plates. it's
0: great oh, lovely
1: all of their richest people are former criminals because they spent 250 years being well paid stamping out license plates without being able to spend money yeah. so when they get out they're all like
0: that interest you know, accrues 10 million
1: gold in their pockets and
0: then they bought all these nice decorative I love Lucy plates that are a littered all on the ground i'm going to clearly pick them up and start putting them in my bag
1: all right gather those plates you gather 6 plates
0: ooh that's a nice set for my party
1: yeah it's pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: Are I Love Lucy plates in D&D Beyond? They are not. Oh, Nate.
1: It I just happened right them. now. Are there any I Love Jim Belushi plates on the ground Stuff as well? it. Cause I no, would pick up one of those. No, no one loves Jim Belushi.
2: How about I Love Sushi plates? Cause those are... Alright,
1: the plates can say whatever you want. I mean, it's in Elvish, <laughs> so
3: just enjoy. Figure it out yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> enjoy your, your lush world building. Are there uh, any, I love flying my family to Cancun in the middle of Texas's most terrible (laughs) storm of like a lifetime and then saying I was just being a good dad.
0: That's a lot for me to type into d &D.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there is definitely a plate that depicts the profile of a man with a bad fade mullet (laughs) boarding an international flight during a (laughs) (laughs) weather disaster. I mean, it's amazing what these elven artisans can carve. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If he hadn't been wearing a shirt that said I let my state freeze to death, and all I got was this stupid t-shirt from room, <laughs> I feel like he would have gotten away with it. Yeah. Just those damn kids. I That's mean, senior, senior Frogs is really like, they are on up to the minute with the news now with their oh, yeah. novelty t-shirts. Super,
0: they're super woke. Yeah.
1: It's not <laughs> just about frogs urinating on things anymore. Oh.
0: And those yard things.
1: Yeah.
3: Decorative I want to make a perception roll.
0: Make a perception roll! You think it's going to be about the plates? I bet it is.
3: (laughs) Well, it was going to be at first, and I I made up my mind about that. Um, Is there anything suspicious about the entire area, Um, whether it's the plates or where they're headed? And it's going to be an 18.
1: Okay. Yeah, Otis, you observe that the plates lead toward a, a group of bushes and you can sense just because of your innate connection with nature being comprised of nature yourself to a great degree, that there is something in those bushes and they are rustling. But Jen, You guys, hey, hey,
3: hey, there's something in those bushes.
1: Yeah, yeah I got this. I'm gonna oh snap my fingers and make that slutty goblin appear and she's just gonna like, with really hard hip sways, just sway her <laughs> high-heeled elevated buttocks and fishnets in, just, of course, the
0: raptor position
1: and then, yeah, she's gonna like, try to peer and do Lew-hoo! and she sort of <laughs> leans into the bushes.
0: The thing with you is you're either going to, it's gonna be a slutty goblin or you're just gonna throw your axe into things. Like, yeah. these are your two moves Yeah,
1: yeah, and and when it's a bush, which is also called a hedge, this was an ideal hedgehog opportunity, but I'll allow, it, I'll allow what you're doing uh, Goblin's going in Sand you and a massive ancient owl bear jumps out of the bushes. Roll for initiative. I don't give a
0: who. Wait, can we be friends with it? I love owl bears. I got a four. Ooh.
2: Nate. Yeah. Nate. Look at my new unicorn dice.
0: <gasps> <cool>. Yay, buddy! <laughs> she had to do hard work sleeping at our house to get those dice. He's That's totally. so cool!
2: Aw. <laughs> um, I'm gonna roll this guy. Holly has an eleven. Got okay. a great first roll, nine. Throw them out. It could be worse. <laughs> Throw the dice <laughs> away. I also got an 11.
1: Okay, Otis and Polly roll off to see who goes
3: first. Oh, uh, oh you've
1: oh, you been waiting roll for off. this. Yeah, I got the big three.
3: <laughs> I got the big 20. Man,
1: oh, no. Damn, all right. Yeah, so Yeah, it. Otis will be first. Uh, And Captain Lord, you said four? I did. Okay, all right. Okay, so Milo Mineran rolled a 19, so he will go second after the Owl Bear. So this Owl Bear is just crazy looking. It's a giant, like, super grizzly bear with an owl face.
0: And we're sure it doesn't want to be friends with us.
1: It's got so much, like, just hate (laughs) in its eyes that you don't detect the opportunity that you're going to be friends with it. And Milo Mineran says, yes, there it is, the hideous thing. I shall take my wares from your opened belly. And then he charges in with his with his rapier, but the owlbear is going to get to attack first. The old man is attacking with a rapier. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: uh-huh. He is the rapiest old man, Nate. Come on, yeah. man.
3: He, he's
1: just <laughs> hanging out in the woods. Everybody's just hanging out in the woods. I don't know. What, uh, don't be so worried about this. I blame deliverance for all of this talk.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, easy for a man to say. <laughs>
1: The the owlbear is going to jump forward and attack Milo. Uh, his first attack is a natural one, so the owlbear is not going to do anything there. Uh, second attack is going to do. Let's see. All right. The natural one, he doesn't drop
3: his weapons, meaning his hands or face. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 his claws and mouth fall off.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. This is going to be cakewalk. <laughs>
1: Uh, so the, the, uh, okay, sorry, this is, I'm less organized than usual, I apologize. It's
0: okay, a lot of pictures of owl bears, and now I just don't want to kill it.
1: <laughs> so the, the first attack on Milo is going to hit with the, uh, claw, so the first attack's going to miss, second attack with the claw is going to hit for, uh, 14 points.
0: Otis, don't die if that thing hits you. I'm talking to you.
1: I'm not going anywhere near that big ugly thing.
0: He's not ugly, he's cute. And its third attack
1: is going to miss. The claw's just barely going to miss Milo's armor. Milo's going to dodge back. Then Milo is going to take a stab at this guy. That is a 24 to hit. And he is going to do eight damage. Wow, that was weak. Okay. Um, Cool. And now it's Otis's turn. Otis! You got this, Al Bear. He's on this old man that, you're, that you clearly all have a, a very obvious affinity for, and aren't at all uh, thinking the worst of. And uh, here
3: you go. Um, get him, Otis. I, I'm going to um, pull up a little, uh, you know, baseball-sized flame and do like the whole pitcher thing with the leg up, and then chuck it over there. Position it, um, the fireball, right, ideally in a way where it um, will get the Al Bear, not Milo. Okay, yeah, you, you can you can lob it over over Milo and get that Albear. Okay. So that's going to be a deck save of sixteen for the Albear. Natural one again, holy
1: shit. Yeah, the Albear oh. the Albear is like just enchanted by this flame that you <laughs> that you've created in your hand and just stares at you like an owlbear in the headlights. Okay. The he takes,
3: takes twenty-nine points of damage as this fire explodes everywhere like a hand grenade. Holy shit. All right. Owlbear's got a little gonna, fire problem.
2: I'm just, I know it's not my turn yet, but I'm just gonna like look at Otis. <laughs> I just feel like.
3: Otis goes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he
0: gets laid and he's just like so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just easier to focus now, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> not quite so moody. Yeah, like really good for him.
1: Very hot. All right. And now it is Polly's turn, Polly.
0: Get him, Polly. Uh,
1: do I know, what is an owlbear normally like? Are they intelligent? Can they understand language at all? How much would I know about an owl bear? They're not, you're gonna know a lot about an owlbear because they're a pretty common creature in the, in the world. They aren't really thoughtful. They're often kidnapped by bandits and things and used as, as sort of weaponized beasts but this one you can tell is wild. Okay. All right, um, and how far away am I from the owlbear? You're like uh, 15 feet away. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look at the owl bear and say, uh, hey, Woodsy, I give a hoot. You're- no, hey, Woodsy, you will give a hoot but you taste my boot. And then I'm gonna charge using my uh, my uh, uh, warrior, uh, wait, what is it, Dauntless warrior helm? Yeah. Oh, good, yeah. I'm going to attack recklessly. Um, I'm going to charge and try to hit him with Nancy for my first attack. My okay. Great sword, and I get advantage for attacking recklessly. Okay. Uh, 24 to hit, non-natural. That's a hit, yeah. 18 damage. Oh, sorry, no. Uh, 20 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to attack again with the great sword. All right. Uh, 20 non-natural. That is a miss. Oh! Yeesh. Oh. Um, All right. And for... So I get one more attack because I charged in... Um, oh, man. That's not going to hit. That. Okay. I guess I'll try one more. Ah, uh, 19. That's a miss, too. Uh-oh. Did you microwave those dice or something? No, the dice are fine. I'm rolling 19 and 20 and not hitting them. Um, oh. You get advantage on all t- attacks against me, by the way. Oh, all right. Uh, the owlbear does. Yeah, um, no, me personally, though, too. <laughs> I mean, I guess the deal... DM- I'll be over later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so,
2: hey, um, just an interjection. This is why I should only play with the electronic dice. Um, I rolled a nine with my die, uh-huh. but I forgot to add the plus four, so I actually got a 13.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I will move you up in the initiative for next time around. Okay. You'll be between Otis and Polly. Yeah, you
0: okay. will.
1: But well. for now, it's your turn. Whose <laughs> <laughs> birthday is it really? It's
2: always
0: <laughs> birthday.
2: You know, I just realized, Danny, that you and I will forever always have the same our birthdays on the same day. Well, one year follows mine, sort of. What? December to February. What? Same day of the both week? Both our birthdays, yeah. Both of our birthdays were on Thursday this year. And it will always stay the same because your birthday is before leap day. Do
0: you want to come over and get drunk and play with Legos to celebrate
2: Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to celebrate Thursday! We're doing something right now, but maybe next week. Maybe um, something right <laughs> now? Go Oh so Wait, we said Thursday. I have, to, I have to run up to it, I guess. Oh, no, God, I don't know if we should. We're not going to celebrate
0: Titties Tuesday okay. unless it falls on a Tuesday. Look, That's I don't make obliged. this stuff
2: up. This is stuff
1: the president made up when he was in office. I don't yes. know if was, yeah. The president established what day is what. I thought Tuesday was Booze day, but apparently Thursday is thirsty Thursday.
3: Wow. So. Calvin Coolidge did this, right?
2: <laughs> Tuesday, talk about Tuesday. Silent Cal. Oh, is it Taco Tuesday now? But well, well, what kind of taco exciting. are we
1: talking about? Aww. See what I did
2: there? Up, up for debate. Cod. Okay, so... Shit. Um, I'm a little confused. Maybe you guys can help guide me. Uh-huh. I'm worried that it's gonna kill me if I... It's the uh, enemy. Right. But, I mean, it's... <laughs> I either hit it with my longbow or I hit it with the surgeon's blade, which I got last time, which is powerful, but then I'll be right next to it.
3: Um, You don't have any special acrobatic shit where you can jump away?
1: Yeah, you can move and attack and then use your movement to try to... Oh, I guess you should have to disengage, though, wouldn't she?
3: (laughs) Yeah, you'd have to
1: disengage on the next turn. You can move in and attack, because you'd probably use part of your movement to get close and then attack, but then you'd have to... Hmm. Then you wouldn't have anything else you could do until your next turn.
2: You could uh, flank it. Let's just see what happens. What's that?
3: I was going to say, you could flank it and try to come up from behind. I mean, it's, it's kind of a big thing, and it's probably going to be focused on what's in its face, because it's it's not super smart.
0: Well, it's
2: an owl. Okay. Could,
3: you could sneak and move. Can you do that?
2: I just don't think I could do that fast enough. Um, I'm just going to, yeah, let's try and get it to its flank with this blade, the surgeon's blade, and... <laughs> take it. Not very good. That's gonna be a 14. Shit.
3: That will miss.
2: Run <sighs> away!
1: And now it's Captain Allura's turn. Captain Alora.
0: Right, I'm gonna take a step behind Polly. Um, even though we have nearly the same armor, we have the same armor class. And I am going to have some really, like, tough emotional issues because I really just want to tame this owlbear and maybe get it a nice backpack to carry my books around. And, like, I think I could bring in, like, one of those really large tea kettles and, like, mount it on the owlbear. But then I'm going to see the fact that, like, Villa looks scared and Villa never looks scared. So I'm I'm going to cast um, Cloud of Daggers in its general facility. Okay. And that goes into effect when it moves, not when I am
1: Right. Okay. Wait. Am I in the cloud of daggers?
0: I don't think so. It's five by five. Are you on it?
1: Oh, okay. No. Yeah. He's right All in right. front so of you it. You passed it ahead.
0: I did.
3: Is Villa Villa sneak behind it? i its flank. Oh, okay. All right. So now yeah, ten. Not I got also, ten gold. Says Polly's going to ride the owlbear.
0: I hope not in the daggers. I can mm-hmm. get it.
3: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow the
1: daggers to exist in a pretty tight <laughs> cube around the owl bear.
0: Cool.
1: So no one, uh, neither Polly nor Villa is in there at the moment. So that's cool. And now the Albear is going to turn and look at Captain Alora and sniff the air. And Captain Allura, I'd like you to roll a perception check.
0: I don't like this, Nathan. Nine.
1: You have no idea why the owlbear is <laughs> looking at you, but it is going to charge directly at you. So roll damage on that cube of daggers.
0: 19.
1: Damn, that was some good damage there.
0: You're welcome.
1: Okay, the owlbear is going to pounce on you.
0: Whoa, I'm behind Polly. Let's think about this shit.
1: It's, it's barreling through Polly. It's gonna pounce on you. So Polly, you get an there. attack of opportunity and then it's going to start smacking on Captain Laura. So take that attack of opportunity. Okay. okay, I'm going to try to, cause it's running by me. I'm gonna try to jump on its back and get it in a headlock. Okay. <laughs> Of course.
0: Otis, you started this and you know it. Okay.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going to use my inspiration. All right. Oh, actually, I think reckless still applies. I think that's still my next turn. Anyway, during this turn. Not round. All right, now I'm going to use inspiration. Okay. Uh Oh, 21. Okay. Not natural. natural. All right. Uh, yeah, so you you'll, you can get onto the back of it. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do any damage, but you're now riding the owlbear. Yeah. <laughs> because I like that image. <laughs> so this owlbear comes charging toward Captain Alora. She ducks behind Polly. Polly jumps on top of the bear.
0: Unhelpful, Polly. <laughs> and
1: now the bear is going to attack her. So the first attack is with its beak, and that is uh, 22 to hit.
0: That hits.
1: Uh, that's going to be eight damage.
0: Is it? Let's roll our 100 dice, young man.
1: Oh yeah, let's do that.
0: I got
1: a 40. I got a 39. Wow. Yeah, I'm so, so close to close. Hit that would have been wild if the bear just died immediately.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just dying. Polly, Polly
1: would take the credit. <laughs> Sorry, eight damage? Eight damage.
0: Okay.
1: And now it's going to attack you with its claws.
0: Don't love this, Nate.
1: That is a 14 to hit.
0: Are going to roll our 100 dice, or is that just one time?
1: That's not going to hit you.
0: Okay, well, I want to redo my dice anyway, fine. Okay, it doesn't hit
1: me. You can, you can roll the 100 again, go ahead.
0: 57. Got a one. Well, that's not close.
1: That's not close <laughs> at all. I don't think it matters if I'm it's- I'm rolling so many ones too. Uh, okay, and the the third attack with the claw is going to be a 19 to hit. That
0: hits.
1: And that's gonna be 15 damage.
0: We'll roll your dice. Okay. Oh. Uh, ooh, ooh, it's Oh. it's a 76.
1: I rolled an eighty, but yeah, the seventy-six means it cuts in half, so uh, half of fifteen, so seven.
0: Thank you. I mean, right. no, Alba, I'll never be able to give you tea now. Now that you've betrayed me, so guys, my yeah. accent's getting so much worse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I uh, mean, you're under duress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's hard to it's hard to keep up, uh, you know, ingrained regional accents when you're when you're in a panic. So Milo Mineren is going to see this owlbear charge past him and and tackle you. And he's going to say, The T! Owlbears are notoriously attracted to T.
0: No! T tears betray me!
1: And then he's going to try to, <laughs> he's going to run in and try to stab the owlbear in the butt. Uh, that's going to be what? not a hit for Milo Mineren.
3: And we're back to Otis. Otis! Oh, well... I'm not getting near that thing. <laughs> um, what I will do instead is, uh, how's it looking? Rough? Oh, um, it looks Healthy? pretty good still. Yeah, it's it's still uh... it's still holding on, <laughs> holding strong. Okay. Um. It's very meaty. I'm gonna cast shatter on it, so it's gonna need to make a Constitution save of 16. It
1: fails the Constitution save.
3: I did and not expect that to happen. Roll the two. And I'm it takes nineteen important. points of damage. Okay. As that, you know, Otis does that whistle thing, and then crack. And everybody's like, God, I hate it when you do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like that one person you know that whistled loudly all the time, and it's like, no, no, don't do that.
3: We yeah, all know that always person, right? Like sort of impressed at the same time. You're like, man, I can't fucking do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody who just puts two fingers in their mouth, and it's like, ah.
3: Yeah, why? you're a fire
1: truck. When I do that, nothing happens.
3: I just spit on my hands. <laughs> I do that too.
1: <laughs> Alright. Now it's Villa's with turn. Your mouth
2: or... Yeah, what? whatever's
1: close,
0: really.
2: <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Well now I have to run to it again. This is stupid. Alright. <laughs> Stop moving.
0: You should gonna... jump on top of it with me.
2: Nope, we're not doing Yeehaw! that. Nope. Yes! Mm mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run up behind it and go for its Achilles. Okay. Come on, come on, lucky die. My God, nineteen.
1: That is a miss. And now it's Pauly's turn. Pauly from the back
2: of an ancient bear.
1: People make fun of me for picking up everything. I'm gonna take the bear trap that I picked up previously. Now that I'm on its back, and you know, bear traps—it's already sprung, I assume. I'm going to uh, grab on it too from the sides and try to get it in the beak so that I'm like basically putting like a muzzle over the owlbear's beak. A torture muzzle? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. I didn't realize this was going to become a Saw movie. <laughs> Whatever you're into, really. Though this is probably the best Saw movie. Mm. Uh, how thick is its neck? I mean, pretty. it's a pretty thick neck. Because like. I'm, I'm thinking I'd like to, I, I would like to just be a thing that occupies its head face space from behind. So mm-hmm. if I had, I'm holding on- Head the face, face thing, And then I've, I'm like wrapped my legs, my bulky barbarian gnome legs around like its neck. So I'm just a fixture. I'm not trying to do damage. I'm just, I am now the thing that it's on its head and, and neck and face area. You're like uh, Xenia Onatop from Goldeneye. <gasps> He's cool. Squeezing yeah. with them thighs. Uh, pussy galore, I gotcha. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um let's roll uh let's roll Oh jeez, what should we roll for this? I mean I'm 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 really trying to muscle this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh Animal handling? Animal handling. Yeah, we should do animal handling. No. Uh, (laughs) You ass melody I'm gonna look at
2: shake my head.
1: (sighs) Let's roll athletics for this. You're trying to okay. Thing one, I want you to roll strength to to stay on the back of this owlbear. Okay. It is it is trouncing around. You have to not fall off. Natural twenty, and then that's boosted to twenty six. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, you're twenty three. You're on. You're you're stuck on this there It's not yeah. it's not bucking you off. So now roll athletics to try to clamp the bear trap onto its face. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. You are going to get the bear trap onto its face, but it is going to start slipping off and down the beak. So the owlbear is going to take 10 damage from the teeth of the bear trap, but the bear trap is going to fly out and just land inert on the ground. Why didn't I pick up two bear traps? I don't know. There were so many. Clearly that would have been what I should have done. And you and you dropped Shaggy's corpse there, so it wasn't like you were carrying anything else. Okay. Oh, oh that's not an attack, right? No, yeah, that's not an attack. That was that was just a, a flight of fancy. Okay. I, I just I get a bonus attack if it was an attack, but I don't I don't think that counts. Okay. Okay. Now it is Captain Elora's turn again. An owl bear is up in your grill. A bear trap has just snapped off of its beak behind your head. Polly is wrestling with it. Villa has tried to chop at it. Otis has been throwing fire and loud noises at it. Which, I mean, honestly, that's how you deal with bears. Get big and make a lot of noise. It's fair. Someone's been in the woods before. That's right.
0: All right. Okay, here's my plan. Um, I'd usually hide behind Polly, but Polly is part of the problem now. So I'm going to I'm going to run as much away as seems acceptable. I'm going to say like 25 feet. Um, still between like... Um, I should still be between Otis and the owlbear because I worry about Otis. And I'm going to use... Rest digitation. Okay. Okay, so...
1: The owlbear will get an attack of opportunity.
0: Wait, are you sure?
1: Yeah, because you're going to... I, gonna...
0: like, I want to run back, like, away from him.
1: But you have to get up to get away.
0: Are you and sure? And the owlbear
1: is still, uh, is still up on you. So it's going to get one attack of opportunity.
0: Okay, never mind. I'm going to do all of this from the ground. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm laying on the ground.
1: <laughs> all right. So you
0: might not know this about Ellsford, but much like fictional Oxford, there is... There's a small breakfast shop. It's called Brown's and it serves this high tea. It's just got the best scones. It's the best tea. It's a full selection. I'm going to press to digitation that, that entire tea arrangement on the other side of the dagger box and see whether or not I can use the owlbear's intense love of tea to drive them into danger. Okay. My- and
1: and press to digitation creates an odor. Yes. yes.
0: So it's the smell of tea.
1: Okay. So you're creating the smell of tea. Uh, what what kind of tea specifically? Do we have oh, right. like a bouquet okay. that we're talking about? Let's paint a I word
0: picture. afternoon Lady Grey. Um, I'm going to say none of that honey nonsense. Like the good little brown sugar cubes with the tiny little like little uh, forky things you got to get them out with and just a spot of milk in it. I'd say like 203 degrees.
1: Okay. I like that. So you, you cast press the station. You hear in the background uh, an almost incomprehensible vocalist singing, gray lady gray. <laughs> and uh, the smell happens and you all smell it. And the owlbear looks up and sniffs the air. And then it turns and runs through the box of daggers toward this smell. Roll damage hey. on your daggers. Thank God, Polly is riding the
2: owlbear. Oh. <laughs> I can't, no, it's
1: okay. I couldn't stop you. I mean, you wouldn't if, if you didn't. If Polly riding the owlbear didn't get away. Yeehaw, Polly! Yeehaw! Oh, hurt I take half damage, I'm raging. Do
0: you want to jump off? No, I, I don't. He's raging I, still, so it's like I, you know.
1: No, I, I intentionally wrapped myself as. Inextricable as Lee as I could. Okay,
0: it's only twelve damage. You only okay. take six. I'm really sorry. Also, I don't know how to tell you this. The tea was a lie. Like it's not even over there.
1: I know. As long as the cake's not a lie, we're good.
0: The cake is also
1: oh, a lie. The cake is, is
2: also good. a lie.
1: <laughs> That's the episode title. <sighs> uh Okay. So that was Captain Laura's turn. Now it's the owlbear's turn. The owlbear is going to sniff around madly, then it is going to take a free action, to try to shake Polly off of it. So Polly, roll a strength check against me.
2: Oh, this is saving No, drop. like literally he wants you to press yourself against and then just check that strength. Yeah,
1: yeah, just check that strength. Natural 20. Holy yeah. shit, natural 20 on this end too. Oh, I get Let's, plus 6. Does that matter? Um, let me see what the owlbear
2: gets for strength plus.
0: You guys are just
2: wasting your 20s all yeah. over the place. That's I something. know! It's the most glorious shake, and it's the most glorious rodeo ride. Holly's <laughs> hair is just flapping wildly. The tracksuit is
0: billowing.
1: This Albear has a plus six also, so we have to roll again.
0: What? Oh so my god. So sorry,
1: is this a roll-off or is this just a, a re-roll of the strength stuff? This, this, is, this is, a is a re-roll of the strength uh, of the strength. So we'll have the same bonuses.
2: Rodeo. Just like last time. Natural twenty! <laughs>
1: Okay, well, yeah, the, this is an unnatural 19, so... Oh,
2: guys.
1: Polly holds on. The albear is now going to turn,
0: realizing the that
1: daggers. there is no T and it's going to charge back at Captain Alora, pulling Polly through the cloud of daggers once again, roll damage on that. <laughs> Get him, Polly, look out!
0: Keep rolling. Only 10.
1: Okay, okay. all right. So the albear takes 10 damage. And then it's going to attack you again, Captain Laura, as the only source of existing tea. So the one attack that it's going to take is it's going to try to bite you with its beak face. That is a 21 to hit.
0: Sure, but we're rolling our 100-sided dice. Yeah, we are. 34.
1: 94.
0: That's the same. Uh (laughs) Outdoor explodes.
1: Yeah, so you're going to take 14 damage from this beaking. Uh Uh-huh. Do you hear me when I'm beaking to you?
0: Does it matter that I'm still laying on the ground?
1: Um yeah, I mean you're technically you're prone, so I should roll with advantage. (laughs)
0: Never mind. I'm I'm Take the take
1: the fourteen. I think that's probably the better bet here.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) Um,
1: Okay, and that's the Owlbear's turn. And now it is Milo Minorin's turn, and he is like a little dizzy because of all of this looping back and forth through the cloud of daggers, but he is gonna Try to jab the beast with his rapier, and ooh, that's a twenty-five to hit, so that's gonna hit, and he is going to do eleven damage to the owl bear.
0: Nice job, Rapi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, and now it's Otis's turn. Otis. Oh boy. Uh...
0: Don't die, Otis. Why would Why would I do that? <clears throat> I know I have the lowest life right now, but I'm still worried about you.
3: Um. Well. I'm gonna I'm gonna make more loud noises. All right. Big money. An eight. That was disappointing. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not gonna work. Aw. A two, one, and a five. Okay. So that's eight. Eight damage from the shatter. Yeah. All right. It wasn't this loud that loud that this time. It was kind of disappointing. Just all the
1: tea illusions and and all the just ambient noise. Yeah, it's finger slipped or something. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen it sometimes. Does. And now it's Villa's turn, Villa.
2: Hey. Um. So the bear is on Captain Laura again? Yes. Okay. All right, well then, that's closer to me again, so I am going to go for its angle again, I suppose. <laughs> Why? I got an 11.
1: That will miss.
0: Hmm. Oh,
1: it seems that all this bedrigger talk got into Villa's
3: head. I know.
0: Oh, no. all bedroom eyes.
3: Wait, did you move this time? Yeah. Did you move on this turn? If you don't move, can you attack twice? No. Okay. Never mind. No. Yeah, yeah I, don't think, I don't think she's got a, a two attack feet yet.
1: Uh, okay. So, uh, what you don't realize is she's actually a cleric. She did <laughs> the double cross, the triple cross. So uh, yeah, she's going to reveal. <laughs> I'm healing you all. Uh, here comes Polly. Polly, it's your turn. Here comes Polly Cottontail. Um, can I, as a free action, uh, look at the prone um, Captain Laura and just say, uh, "Throw me some of that stinky tea you got." Oh yeah, you can totally do that. Do that. All
0: right. First of all, it's not stinky, but okay. And then I'll throw a thermos over.
1: Okay. Would Roll it... dexterity to catch that thermos. Would it cost an action? Thank you for
0: not making oh. me roll dexterity to throw that thermos. No,
1: you're right. you're you're a quality half-orc with uh, an education at a university. You've thrown a thermos before.
0: And I'm still laying down, so you know I've just got I've got it.
1: When am I rolling to catch it? Yeah, half no, of a good, oh, a good throw is a good catch. Oh yeah, well just beat beat a fifteen.
0: Animal handling. <laughs> Sorry, is this acrobatic? dexterity? Dexterity. Okay, it's dexterity. just
1: dexterity. Yeah, just the dex save. I got a twelve. Okay, so it's going to. Fall on the ground in front of you and open, and tea is going to spill out on the ground. Okay, I'm going to. Um,
2: I love that. I'm going to Did use her my face mace. There? She was just appalled, appalled. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well,
1: I've got advantage. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to attack recklessly again. Okay. I'm going to take my mace and I'm going to try to. Um I'm gonna try to make an unarmed strike with it. Like uh hold the mace like a handle and try to bop it on its head. Okay. Like, you just you're just trying to like annoy it. I, I wanna bop it on its head and when it's kinda like when it kinda gasped because I smacked it on the head, I wanna use my grappling bonus action to put it in its mouth. You wanna so, make it a bit. Like a bit, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Alright. you a All bit. Right. Yeah, you're doing a bit. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> The All right, type so five. Is, like, bopping is an attack, so I'm going to get advantage on it and I'm going to get two separate attacks. So I got four shots to try to actually roll over up. Nope. 16, come on, 15, 15, and 19. So I failed at her. Yeah, unfortunately, okay. no hits. Well, I only had four rolls to do it. So, you know, <laughs> uh- Captain Alora, it's your turn. Your tea has been spilled on the ground. You remain prone. A bear is up in your business.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to stand up. Okay. And I think... The bear is going
1: to take an attack of opportunity when you stand.
0: I'm going to stay laying down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. No, I'm sorry. First thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to eat something. So I'm going to have me a half turkey. All right. Um, right. Now I am going to, from my laying down position, which is great, because that's where I get longer, like, lung capacity, yep. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Okay. I'm going to need a wisdom save and throw a 14, and I'm going to need you to save. Roll
1: a 15.
0: Are you sure?
1: I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sure. Oh, okay, cool.
0: I'm going to use my, um, yeah. I have this bardic thing that allows me to roll a d6 and remove it from whatever you just rolled okay remove two
1: alright so that makes <laughs> it a that makes it a 13 so it just you barely fail. whispered
0: well maybe when I said I was better at whispering like downward I, I wasn't quite um I'm still really traumatized about losing my teeth okay I'm gonna roll my I'm gonna that's also a little rapey I, I need the bag I gotta roll it okay I'm gonna roll some stuff it's gonna happen any second now
1: that's D d8
0: this is a D8. I'm not going to roll this. But
1: your bardic inspiration is now a D8. So you failed correctly in rolling oh, the wrong time. Oh, okay. Body. Good. I think, isn't
0: it? I don't know. It's hard to count. 14. 14. Damage? Oh,
1: damage on the whisper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. 14 okay. damage. And the bear is going to lift it away from you and it's going to turn and start walking toward the bushes.
0: Good. It's a great Uh, idea.
1: Now it is the owlbear's turn. The owlbear is going to smell the tea on you again and it's going to turn back and charge at you.
0: Wait, did it run away all scared bears? Because it was supposed
1: to run away all scared bears. It, It started to, yeah. It started to run away all scared bears, but then it smelled that sweet, sweet tea and it just could not stay away. It's coming back at you, and the first attack with its beak is a 22 to hit. Do you just want to give it the tea?
0: Okay, listen, the tea's not even on me. You spilled it somewhere.
1: Oh, okay. You smell of tea <laughs> because of your constant consumption.
0: I mean, to be fair, I probably have some more thermoses You're tea. sweating tea. You're also, sweating the your DM on. just wants to kill me on my birthday because he yeah. hates birthdays.
1: That's fair. Everyone hates <laughs> it. Uh, So the beak attack is going to do 15 damage.
0: Or did you roll your one hundred? Not yet. Ninety-five.
1: Okay, so that's half or three quarters off.
0: <laughs> Hold on, I think it. I think um, I'll I'll investigate. It's reduced to zero. Suck it. Oh, all
1: right. Well, then you take no damage from the beak attack. Now it's going to attack with its claws.
2: <laughs> oh no! Oh, did
1: you roll to see if you matched it. I rolled a fifty. We didn't match. Oh. Um. So the claw attack is a twenty-four. Uh huh. And that's going to be 10 damage. And I got a 26. Sec- okay. I got an 87. And oh. the second claw attack is going to be a 26 to hit and 18 damage. But as this claw comes at you, Captain Allura, you see a raven haired samurai fly down from the treetops above you. Yes! Her long katana draws through the owlbear's neck. Severing its head, the owlbear is dead, and Shanti stands before you.
0: Oh, oh so I smell like so much tea, and Polly spilt it, and I'm just, I'm, I'm really glad you're here, but I look more attractive normally, and I've just been laying down for most of this battle, but it's great, because I can kind of see up your skirt, but goodness, are you okay? Is your brother all right?
1: I am fine, and my my brother is, is well, too. He is, he is back in the city, organizing a rebellion. But I heard from a rat that traveled to me that today was a special day. She puts her hands behind her back and she presents to you a birthday cake. This item is in d and Beyond, so you should get it. <laughs> this magical birthday cake tastes however you want it to with each and every bite. All you have to do is think about it and enjoy the ride. The words, Happy Birthday Danny, are somewhat mysteriously scrawled across its top surface in frosting. Below that, it reads Captain Allura 2. It's large enough to share if you dare, and you can split it up however you like, but it's your cake and your birthday. This restores 80 hit points when consumed in its entirety, but watch out for the candles because they're not edible and they happen to be on fire.
0: (laughs) Ah, Nate, you're a really good DM. I love you. you. You warm my heart. I mean, it's really lovely to see you and thank you for this very large cake. I'm frankly gonna need it to keep my friend Otis alive
1: shanti pulls out a a lute and starts playing a song and she sings da 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 you say it's your birthday da 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 da, da. it's my birthday too not really because it's not canon that it's her birthday but na, na 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 you say it's your birthday na 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 na, na. we're gonna have a good time uh, Milo Minoran in the background starts dancing a jig. He's having a great time with this. He didn't expect to be part of a party. Uh the owlbear's face, uh, its its severed head even smiles at the joviality <laughs> of this event. <laughs> and then the ground starts to rumble mightily. Everyone roll a dexterity save. Son
0: of a bitch. It's a really short-lived
2: party. Natural 20, because it's my birthday.
1: Alright, Captain Laura is standing. Ah, uh, ten for Polly. Okay.
2: Nineteen.
1: <laughs> All right. Phil standing. Thirteen. Polly and Otis both kind of fall down. You don't really fall down hard. You're not going to take any damage. And the great worm Fearplex bursts forth from the earth, and he's holding a special handmade worm tea set that he, he presents has hands? to Captain Alora. He uses one of his little mandible claws. To hold
2: okay. It. He spits yeah. it
1: out, and then it solidifies. So it's like worm spit teacups. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind true. of a, it's kind of a gross thing. But the it's the thought that
3: counts this time of year. He sculpts them with his mouth, <laughs> and and uh, other wiggly things that are in there. <laughs>
1: Hey guys, there was uh, there was some talk in the tunnels that, that, that it was somebody's birthday, so I thought I'd bring you a present. I remember that you liked tea before, because we shared tea. So here's a nice gift for you.
0: Oh, thank you! Goodness, earth, it was such a such a lucky, lucky wife to have you, and all my friends are here. I don't even care about all the friends of my backstory anymore, because that's how great you all are.
1: <laughs> and, uh, and yeah uh, fearplex is just so happy to hang out he's gonna kind of eye the cake for a second but then just sort of uh, clack his mandibles and say happy birthday and then say I've, I've got other things that i need to do you know worm stuff but but have a great day and then he does well, i'm gonna
0: send him off with some tea first i know he likes it like oh. a nice earthy oolong
1: great he he's gonna enjoy that on on the road he's taking it to go
0: right um I obviously am really excited about my birthday, but my girlfriend just showed up, so um, I'm clearly going to try to distract my other party members by a small tea ceremony and then maybe try to like convince Shanti for a wee makeout session and maybe some like, over-the-top bra stuff because it's my birthday.
1: Shanti is actually going to extend her hand and say, Captain, I, I've planned a special evening for us if you would join me.
0: Oh Jess, you're not the only one going to have a nice night. <laughs>
2: hey, get it. Um,
0: I'm gonna run around and high-five my friends. I have a <laughs> feeling the villa will not high-five me, but I'll try anyway. Solemn nod. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and then I will I will take my girlfriend's hand. And oh wait, I'll I'll turn around and be like, Polly, thanks so much for being my cell phone for a while. That was great rat stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Thanks for casting that uh, blade thing and then scaring that bear I was riding uh, straight into it a couple of times. That was, you know, that was fun. I'm really, I'm sorry really about that. house it
0: have some of my birthday? No, cake. You,
1: you have a good night. Yeah, no, we're, we're <laughs> all doing great here. We're having a great day. Everyone's happy.
0: Well, I think it cut your tracksuit in a really becoming way. Just like very nice. One of
1: Polly's nipples is sticking out because the blade just like cut a little flap over you oh yeah thanks I'm gonna have to shave that anyways that's fine (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so Captain Laura and Shanti are going to leave the copes of trees they're gonna go to the theater for a little bit but before we rejoin them the remaining uh, three of you and Milo Minaren are standing around this owlbear corpse, and uh, I suppose you'd probably like to check it out and see what's going yeah. on.
2: I'm
1: going to pick up my bear trap first and put it back in my bag. Great.
2: Obviously.
3: Cool. Make sure it's not going to go off in your hand. So Milo, uh, this yes. thing, he ate, ate some of
1: your plates and stuff? I, I don't know. He ate countless things, but... What I do know is, is he ate a, a several elven brooches that I had collected. They are they are quite precious. I, I hope to reward you perhaps with them if you'd accept them, but I, I would also like to collect the plates and books that were inside the beast.
3: If, if you'd help me open it up, we can, mm. we can get some things out of there. Yeah, I got you, buddy. And uh, Otis pulls out his dagger and he's skinned things before, so he goes about his business opening this thing up and pulling right. out the stomach cool
1: inside that stomach you find a small chest containing 200 gold pieces
2: oh my god
1: you also find several elven brooches just as Milo minarin had mentioned he says i i believe that you could all do good with these would you please give one of these to your half orc friend as well when she returns they they're quite valuable they're modest but they do carry a good luck and magic with them. These are brooches of covering. So if you go in D&D Beyond, you add brooch of covering, uh, brooch of covering leaves, sorry. Brooch of covering leaves. These grant you five temporary hit points after each long rest. So you basically have like a little bit of a meat shield around you um, as long as they're worn. So unless you remove or lose them, they give you a little beef.
2: How many of them are there?
1: There's there's four of them, so enough four for the four of you. I will put mine on.
2: I'll, I'll use easier
1: in the tracksuit, shut so that it, <laughs> my nipple is no longer hanging out. There you go, yeah. What do the owlbear's legs look like? Are they like chicken claws? No, they're like, like they're like thick bear legs. Oh, is there anything I could harvest off this owlbear? Um, I mean, if you want to take a beak, you can take you can take feet too if you want. You know, it's really, really up to you. What's your oyster? I'll take the I'll take the beak. Okay, cool. You you discover that you can uh, you could wear the beak ornamentally if you wanted to put it on your face as like a a beak appendage. It doesn't do anything in particular, but it does add some flavor to the koala thing that's going on. <laughs> Love it. Plus, that way, if anybody asks you if you want a cracker, you can beat the shit out of them. Love it. <laughs> He's gonna uh, Polly's gonna put it in his hand, so it's like a puppet. And he's like, hey guys, look at this! So, I'm now bear. I really
0: love tea and now I'm dead!
1: <laughs> and then he bows.
0: See, you too can go to the theater. It's not just me on my date.
1: Oh wait, should I roll performance? Because I have a negative one for performance. Ooh, yeah, let's so, do ooh, it. Oh, an eight! Okay, so instead of what you just said, you just hold the beak up and you go, Sarite, S'alright? S'alright? Right? right In a uh, classic and outdated bit. Oh. Awesome, love actually <laughs> enjoyed it. Uh, you also find inside this bear's stomach several more of the elvish plates that Milo just starts collecting and stacking up. He's very excited to have his stuff back. You also find a book, and this book is written in elvish, but it appears to be about a half-orc who lived among the elves centuries ago. The name of that orc is Scraff Finehands, and all of you, roll perception real quick. Those of you looking at the book. One, seven. Okay. Looks like a half orc to Polly. Nine. Eighteen. Okay. Oof. Otis immediately steps in and says, "Oh, huh. you guys see this? Who's that look like? It uh, looks no. like the captain. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say too. The captain. Well,
3: the resemblance
1: is uncanny. You don't the agree? Bone structure, the eyes. the the protruding underbite teeth it's all captain laura up and down (laughs) the line uh yeah Milo, do you uh, uh what would you uh need for this book here i i think uh maybe our friend would want this oh i i you you could have it i i have a feeling that your friend is is somehow related to the history within this book and I, I would like you to let her know when you next see her that I, as a half elf myself, I consider her an honorary elf, and I am allowed to bestow that grace. It's, it's not weird and it's not appropriative because I said it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you, uh, you need anything else from us? You want to hang out? You well, we. This. We we could walk back to to the city together and. Uh, you could help me put these plates and such back on my cart if you wish. That that would be that would be wonderful. I'd, I'd also like to compensate you. Okay, yeah, I, I I don't need to hang out in the woods and get attacked by another albert. All right, then let's let us return to the decrepit lower city. All right, let's go. Okay, the the party goes back to the decrepit lower city, and we cut to Captain Alora and Shanti on their date at the theater. This is a particularly moving theatrical play. It's a story of fathers Wait, so does it got minotaurs in it? Oh, yeah. It's got minotaurs. It's moving. No. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm sorry. You you just said the You top. are
0: not coming on anymore.
1: It's only half as moving as you expect, though, because it's just oh, human makes- on the bottom moving on the top. But yeah, it's a story of of sons and daughters, uh, fathers and uh, mothers, and all all those sorts of stuff. It's 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 about family. It's about love. It's about loss. It's about dynasties. It's about death, destruction, heroics, and most importantly, love. So, Captain Alora, I would like you to roll to hold hands. Oh. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Oh.
0: That's gonna be an unnatural twenty-two.
1: Okay yeah so you're you're just going to reach over and take Shanti's hand Shanti's going to look at you with a loving glance and and squeeze your hand tighter and you continue to watch this play it's actually kind of boring at this point so you're sort of just, uh, you know, you're more interested in Shanti, I imagine, and Shanti's definitely more interested in you, so she is going to put her arm around you.
0: Right, well, I like that this is going. I'm really glad you came back. Sorry, I don't mean to talk over this very fine theatrical performance of literally any adjective I've ever heard of. Um, I just, I was really, really worried about you, and I thought maybe you wanted me to come after you, but then I know you're an independent woman, and I'm not really sure how to date, so anyway, are you alright?
1: Yes, yes, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, and I realized that I said yes, yes, and then no in a row would, would be a confusing answer for you. I, I, was able, I was able to find my brother, and he is, he is establishing a rebellion, and I will soon have to depart to fight in that rebellion, but I'm sure our paths will cross again, and I, and I hope that we can steal this night and keep the memories herein forever."
0: All right, that does sound really lovely. Like kind of when you have a really good cup of tea and you're like, oh God, I don't want to drink this whole cup of tea. And then you like put in an airtight thermos and put it in your freezer. Then you get a little bit of it out. We could be like freezer tea.
1: Shanti is going to just lean in and plant one on you because you're rambling and she wants to uh, stop your adorable rambling. And uh, yeah, so you you guys are hanging out. You finished watching the play and then Shanti is going to take you back to the inn in the decrepit lower city, if you are willing to do so.
0: Oh, I am so willing.
1: All right, so you will go to the inn, and when you arrive at the inn, you and Shanti go inside. You see the rest of your your party. You see Polly and Otis and Villa standing outside, and there is a woman made entirely of apples sitting on the steps in front of the inn, and she is crying, and she says, there were twelve gold pieces and some apples missing from yesterday's till. The owner of the inn will have my orchard over this. I'm in the deepest of trouble. Oh woe, woe is me. I am woe,
0: woe. Yes, that is who I am now. Woe to be me is to be woe. Oh right, okay. Listen, I I'm having really a, a really good like metaphorical freezer tea evening. So um, what about like. Ten gold. Will that just smooth it over? I, I, I would need two more to settle the debt, but I, I, no, I quite, your yeah. generosity is too much. Please, please no. no. Take like the twelve gold. Could I? Do you know which, like, which room in the inn you would say is the most soundproof? Yes, we we have the the romantic suite. It's padded, and the bed rotates. Great, that'll be great. I, I'm going to upgrade this to fifteen gold. I'm really sorry that some person that I don't know gypped you on the roads and stole one of your apple arms. Picking mm. gold, um, is I hope you have a really nice night and I hope you find your own freezer tea. Uh, here you go. Oh, my, my seedlings will be so happy that we don't have to starve. Thank you. You are the most
1: illustrious green lady I've ever seen. Enjoy the, the honeymoon suite.
0: And, well, she, and she gives
1: you a big, beautiful key with a heart on the top of it. And yeah. uh, and you know what to do with that key.
0: Oh, I know what to do with that key, Nathan. I sure
1: do. <laughs> you also get inspiration for paying off the uh, the debt. And the uh, the lady is going to say, Oh, uh, it's, it's a beautiful day. Apples for everyone. And she starts pulling apples off of her body. So you each get a free apple. that she <laughs> losses to you. As long as you don't ask where they came from.
0: <laughs> Villa, don't steal any more apples off of her when I'm not looking <laughs> very emotionally unstable. And this date is very important to me.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, so Captain Alora and Shanti can abscond to the honeymoon suite. And we will spend an entire long rest. So everybody just get your long rest on. You're feeling real good. In fact, you're feeling so good that you all are now level six.
2: Woo! Woo! Oh yeah, yeah! All it took was for Otis and Captain to get laid, and look what happens. That's all the experience we needed. Yay!
1: Roll for blank. Streets of Mage is written by me, Nate Rigolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is "A Journey Awaits" by Pierre Bondifer at. P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via OpenGameArt.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books, or whatever RPG lights you up, and get rolling.